Welcome to Strictly Business, Variety's weekly podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders about the business of media and entertainment. I'm Cynthia Littleton, co-editor-in-chief of Variety. Today, my guest is Arthur Smith, chairman of Tenopolis Group US, which encompasses his A. Smith & Co. banner and other unscripted production companies. Smith's specialty is what he calls the big show, a large-scale reality production with elaborate setups and physical stunts. The kind seen in NBC's American Ninja Warrior and the Titan Games and Fox's long-running Hell's Kitchen franchise. Smith faced a cruel blow last year when his company had six series poised to start production in April of 2020. But he found himself energized by the ingenuity his core team demonstrated in figuring how to get shows back on their feet in the midst of a global pandemic. He's quick to point out that all six series that went down in April were produced in the second half of last year. As Smith marks his 20th year as head of A. Smith & Co., he's also reached the 10-year anniversary mark of his sale to UK's Tenopolis. In our conversation, he discusses what the company has gained by teaming with a larger entity, and he reflects candidly about sometimes missing the environment from the era when he was coming up as an executive at MCA Television, Dick Clark Productions, and Fox Sports, a time when series orders could be landed on the strength of a title and a handshake. That's all coming up on today's episode of Strictly Business. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Martin Smith, chairman of Tenopolis U.S. and founder of a. Smith & Company, a very busy, unscripted production company that has been behind numerous, numerous hits, long-running franchises, things like Hell's Kitchen, 
with a, a, a crazy character named Gordon Ramsay and American Ninja Warrior, which sends everyday people through all kinds of incredible uh, calisthenics and challenges for the for, for fame, glory, and prizes. Um, it must be, Arthur, it must be um, quite a time to be a producer with a long track record of producing really, really successful franchises at this moment with so much demand for content. What is it like to be uh, a Smith & Co. right now? I would imagine your phone is ringing off the hook. <laughs> Um, well, I'm, I'm very energized by it all. Um, it is a great time to be a producer. And, and you know, I really, I really think, you know, they talked about, about the golden age of television. I really think it's the golden age of unscripted television right now. I mean, there is so much happening um, and there are so many places to sell it. And, you know, the interesting thing about, you know, the unscripted business, let's say 10 years ago, there was always a time when things were in game shows music shows. And then there was a time when things were out. Game shows, music shows were out. So now everything is in. Everything is in. There was a <laughs> place to sell something. The, you know, it's just about um, how you package it and how you get it out there because the business has become more businesslike. Uh, I mean, I remember years ago and, my, you know, our company is one of the older companies, 20 years old, A. Smith & Co., The Magical Elves, which is also under my purview, is also roughly 20 years old. But I remember 30 years ago when I was working at Dick Clark Productions and I would sell something on a title. I would literally go in and pitch NBC when stars were kids with a piece of paper and we'd be doing the show within months. And that's that's changed. That is, you know, there is there is more steps. There is more discussion about deals. And um, that's changed. But on the positive front, there are... Um, you know, such a such a um, a wide, diverse um, uh, group of buyers right now, and there's such opportunity for producers if you have a project and you have a reputation because you have you need a project and the reputation to get something <laughs> made. Um, there's there's a great opportunity for me personally. Um, I like it. I like a lot of things. You know, I was a sports guy. You know, I was with Fox Sports for four years before starting my company. I was an entertainment guy and a variety guy with Dick Clark. And so I, I've been, you know, going back between sports and entertainment. And, and it's, it's reflect, it's, it reflects in, in what we do because we are all over the place. We do, you know, a wide variety of genres, you know, docs and docu-soaps and, and competition shows like Ellen's Next Great Designer or the Titan Games and sports like American Ninja Warrior and, and um, docu-soaps like um like uh welcome to Plathville on TLC. And so for me right now, I'm I'm really liking where we are. I'm really liking the opportunity. Um and I think it's an exciting time. It is trickier, I will tell you, and I know I know you're going to ask me the tough questions about you know <laughs> doing uh business in this era, but um but um but but once you once you are able to get it sold or once you're able to develop something, you have you do have a lot of opportunities to sell it. How do you prioritize? Because again, I, I would imagine just from the conversations that I have with buyers, there's you know the the most the, you know the most valuable thing is a showrunner, is a proven producer. Yes. How do you prioritize? Because I'm sure people want somebody of your experience to shepherd their big thing. How do you how do you decide what you say yes to and what you say no? That's not quite for us. Well, for me as a producer, because I mean, A. Smith & Co. is a company run by a producer. I'm a guy from the trenches who went to film school and TV school. You know, that's that's 
that was my upbringing. That's, and so, you know, I still, um, no matter how busy we are, I still need to be in the control room uh, as much as possible. It's, it's part of my, it's my outlet. It's my everything. Now, when you're a company of scale, you can't be there for everything. So you need to have people who, um, who are qualified. And we have a great staff of showrunners and current executives who watch over our shows. I still am on uh, a number of our shows. I'm still on set on Hell's Kitchen every day because I want to be. And Gordon and I have this relationship. I was on set every day on Titan Games. I was on set every day on Mental Samurai. But, you know, also within our company, like I said, we have we have a number of superstars who, who are executive producers and who oversee. And, you know, over time, you know, when, when I first started the company uh, with Kent Weed at the time, um, you know, we did everything. But over time, we've added people and brought people in. And eventually the network gets comfortable with those people. But um, there's not a cut of a show that I don't see that, that you know, that if a rough cut's going to a network, I'm going to see it before. So I'm not invo- I'm not day to day on everything, but I am on everything. And um, that's, um, you know, it, it, it is important. And I think that's, you know, so much of our work gets work and so much of our reputation gets work. Mm-hmm. And so um, I feel um, the responsibility and the obligation to to uh, to um, to be there and to watch over it. And I love it. Though. That's my that's my passion. You know, I, I always say that Development's a pain in the ass, but production is my joy, you know, to, you know, to develop it. And I, de- I develop everything just so we can get it made. Once it gets it made, it's, uh, I'm, I'm in heaven. <laughs> um, that's, that's what keeps, absolutely what keeps you going, because you have to love it. Otherwise, yeah. there's, you know, where's the joy? Yeah. Um, how are you finding, there's obviously so much demand. But how are you finding, like, how are budgets right now? Are you feel like there's as much of a, there's much momentum in spending, especially in the unscripted area, as there is demand for, you know, multi-episode series? Um, yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's so, um, it, you know, it's, it's, I, I, it's hard to come up with a general answer as it relates to budgets, because it depends on which buyer and, and, and sure. at what time. And I, I, I always believe that there are certain times in a network or a platform's history that they are dealing with different money. Sometimes they need to launch and sometimes they're willing to spend, which is a very good time for a producer to sell. Right. <laughs> that's that's right? the meeting you want to be in. Huh? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I always like when a network is starting because I want that. Yeah. I, I, I feel like they're dealing with different money at that time. Then there are networks whose business pro forma has changed. You know, Fox is a different network than it was when it was a part of a bigger company. And, 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 and then there are, you know, mergers and deals that also affect your business because, you know, when, when somebody acquires a, a number of networks, already being an owner of a number of networks, a number of, a number of times you get the business dealings of the acquirer and not the people you're, you were in business with, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does. So, yeah. so there's, such an, there's such an ebb and flow and there's also... You know, um, you know, the business has changed. I mean, you know, ratings aren't what they used to be in the broadcast world. So budgets are going to change and, and the pressure on budgets are going to change. So um, but but like I said, it, you know, it, it, there there is one thing that, you know, that I, I I am kind of enjoying at this time is that I you know, we we at A. Smith & Co. love to do the big show. 
We love the big show. We love our little shows, but we're also known for doing the big show. And, right. you know, there was a, you know, years ago, there was a, there always is and there always will be a limited amount of network real estate. There's just so many hours of prime time and such, just so many hours of prime time that they're going to allow or not allow, but have unscripted programming on their air. And um, but now there are, you know, with the streamers and, and, and all the other platforms, there are a number of places to sell the big show, which is a bigger budgeted show. So, um, so we, we, we like that. We do like that. After 20 years and now being part of Sinopolis, have you been able to move into an arena where some shows you're able to own or own a significant chunk of, have you been able to, to diversify that way? Or would you say it's, you're largely a work for hire? Um, you know, we're a blend, we're a blend and, and, you know, prior to, even prior to, uh, being part of Sinopolis, we were able to. Uh, leverage deals where we maintained rights and maintained distribution. So it it wasn't because of Tonopolis that we were able to do that. It started like I remember, you know, two thousand and six and two thousand and seven closing network deals where we maintained uh, ownership um, and and format rights, etc. Um, it helps that we do have a distribution platform or a distribution organization, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, that is passion. So, uh, which is respected and, and is not, does not only distribute uh, Tenopolis programming, but distributes other companies programming. So, um, it, you know, it really comes down to what the show is and, and, uh, you know, um, how it originated, you know, sometimes we'll get a call from a network and we develop something together, you know, it's a different type of deal. Sometimes they'll lay off a project on us or, or put us together with somebody else. That's a different type of deal. And then there's the ideas that we develop, you know, inside and we bring it to them. And that's a different type of deal. So, you know, we um, so, yeah, I mean, um, like I said, I I think it helps that we have the distribution company because we didn't before. But mm-hmm. we, we've been maintaining rights on certain things, um, you know, for quite some time now. So. Um, so, yeah. And I would imagine that that ability is, you know, one of the things that has allowed you to prosper and you know, to, to be around for 20, 20 years and, and counting. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, yes. Yes. Those it has have been meaningful. For it. It, it has. Uh, listen, our, our, our greatest, you know, um, sales tool is our track record. That really is our business. That has been the core of our business for a long time. You know, you mentioned long running series like American Ninja Warrior season 13, Hell's Kitchen, which is season 20 is now airing. I hate that they're both on a Monday night opposite each other, but that's, that's, <laughs> I guess, successful. And, um, but you know, there's also Unsung, which is in season 12 and, you know, um, and there's a number of other ones that are in multi and, you know, going into multiple seasons and, you know, um, you know, Top Chef on, uh, with the Magical Elves season 19 and nailed it in season four or five. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I can't keep track, but you know, um, and, and they're good quality shows. You know, I, have, I, 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 you know, um, you know, A. Smith is where I spend most of my time, but I take a lot of pride in what's happening at the Magical Elves. You know, uh, Casey Criley and, and Joe Sharon have done such a great job as the co-CEOs. And, you know, they've got, you know, they're, they've done, um, they got two nominations in, in, in the uh, competition category for the Emmy Awards with, uh, with Nailed It and Top Chef. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, I, I, it, it's, it's so great to see. And the great thing about both companies is that, you know, our, our culture is very similar in, in terms of, uh, nice places to work, good atmospheres, um, you know, diverse, uh, respectful. 
And, um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's great. We're, ha- we're having a really good time right now. Um, listen, the business is always tough and there's always disappointments and not everything works. But, but you know, the overall headline is that it's a, it's a good time. It's a good time. Um, what else? You mentioned the distribution company and that having that platform has been, been important. What else, what would you say have been the benefits of your, of your sale to Tinopolis about 10 years ago? Yeah, I mean, there have been there have been some formats like we did America's Worst Driver, which was based on a UK format. And there have been a couple of others. You know, right now we're developing um, Idiot Abroad for a network, um, which is based on a on a, a format. So format, you know, formats from um, from your partners are great. And we have a couple of things that are in play overseas. So that that exchange is 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 um, is probably, um, you know, a, one of the biggest benefits. And, and it's, you know, just the. The sharing of business dealings and, and, and partnerships. I'm now helping out um, Sunset and Vine, which is our sports company, on a major international sporting project because of my background in sports and I'm on the board of that. So there's this great free exchange that's going on. Uh, I'd always like more from, from, from Europe and overseas. I wish they had more stuff for us. Um, um, but uh, there's been a few. There's been a few and, and, you know, um, and I'm hopeful in the future there'll be more. Um, so, um, yeah. Do you think is, is Tinopolis, um, you know, there, there has, was a wave of, of small companies being bought up by, by larger entities, Tinopolis, like Magical Ells, not that Magical Ells is a small company, but, um, do you think is, has that moment kind of passed or is Tinopolis still in the market for, for potential acquisitions? Um, you know, we're, we're, we're opportunistic. You know, we're not looking to acquire, but if there's some, we, we will look at anybody that's for sale and evaluate whether it makes sense. Um, so it's all about quality. And, and, you know, I was the first American company to be part, you know, to be part of the Tinopolis group. And um, when, when I started, they asked me, you know, what other companies would, would you think we should go after? And I always um, admired the quality of work that was done by the Magical Elves. And so it was a very pointed, like, let's go after them and let's try and let's try and get them to be part of us. It so happened at the time they were all they were they were looking to be acquired <laughs> and looking for a deal. So it so it worked out, um, you know, um, it, like I said, it's 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 about being opportunistic for us. It's not about, um, oh, we need to do this or we must do this. It's more about, you know, does it fit? Is it right? Um, does it make sense? Hang tight, folks. There are more tales from TV's trenches to come from producer Arthur Smith after this break. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. 
Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. And we're back with more from American Ninja Warrior producer Arthur Smith. There's been, um, recently there has been a little bit of strain with Tenopolis and some of the companies, some of the people involved with some of the companies that they had purchased, some strain with producers. Has that been, has that been challenging for you to navigate as both a, somebody who's a producer in the trenches and the head of Tenopolis U.S.? Well, you know, my, I, my relationship with Tenopolis has been, has been great. You know, I, I've been with the, you know, part of the group as, as 10 years, you know, I, when people said, oh, you sold your company, I go, no, I, yes, yes, I did. But I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm part of a bigger group. I'm now a part owner in a bigger group. So technically I'm still one of the owners, one of the members. So, you know, it's, it's yes, you know, there is the check that you get up front and, and, and then there is the, the remainder that you hope to get or hope to, you know, uh, grow into something else. And, but, you know, um, my, like I said, my relationship is solid. And, and, you know, for a lot of producers, you know, this Cynthia from, you know, um, all the independents who have sold, a lot of them leave after four or five years. Right. You know, that's, there's mo- most of them do. Most of right. them do. Right. They go, you're you're oh, an outlier at 10 yeah, years I'm of counting. You know, I'm happy. I mean, this is, you know, I, I, I love what I do. I love, I, I love the shows that we do. Um, you know, I came into this, you know, really focused on a Smith. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to work with Casey and Joe, and I was happy to work with Dan and Jane when they were at the elves too. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. I mean, listen, you know, um, it, 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 it COVID was a very difficult time. It was a difficult time, not just for us, but for, but for a number of media companies. And there was a lot of issues with cash flow and everything else. And, um, and, and, uh, you know, it, it, it hurt us like it hurt everybody else. The U S business has always been thriving, but you know, we're part of a bigger, bigger group and, and, you know, it, it wasn't easy and it was, it was a rough, it was a rough time. And, you know, March to July of 2020, when we were all stuck in neutral, I mean, thankfully we had a lot of shows in post, but mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. there were six shows, six shows just with an A Smith and co that were about to start in April. I mean, it was incredible. Like April oh, was gosh. like go month for six shows. Now, the good news, the great news actually, is those six shows all happened between July and October. We wow. figured out a way to make all those shows. And it was American Ninja Warrior. It was Welcome to Plathville. It was Mental Samurai, which we shot in Portugal and flew in 100 contestants and did it in Portugal. There's a story behind that. Um, there was Unsung. There was American Gangster. Um, there was the Ellen's Next Great Designer, which we did for HBO Max. The interesting thing is that, you know, all those shows are kind of different in a way. One's a game show. One's a docu-soap. One's a sports entertainment. So we, we figured out a plan on how to make all those, how to make all of those during this time. And, and, and it was tricky. It was tricky. And I remember, you know, Cynthia, I remember having a meeting uh, <laughs> like it was yesterday. What a lousy day yesterday was. Like, like, like it was yesterday. And, and, and where we sat down, actually a Zoom meeting. Um, and I said, I said to our, our, our production management, we have two 
amazing women who run, who are um, EVPs of our company, who are heads of our production, Shay and Kristen. And, and we were sitting around and we say, you know, we're stuck here. And the network's not going to figure out how we're going to make these shows happen, but they want us to make these shows happen because they've ordered them. So we have to figure it out. So what are the things that we can do? How do we create our own safety measures? How do we create our own safety Bible? How do we create a bubble? How do we test and how do we do this? And we did. And we did. Ninja was one of the first big scale shows that we did in a dome stadium in St. Louis and created our own bubble with the hotel across the street from the stadium. And, you know, it was good business. It was like we can sit around and say, oh, geez, what do we do? Or we could or we could try and figure it out. And that's how we got back into production. How did the network help you? Did they step up with because all that, you know, testing and PPE and additional housing and all that, that must have cost a fortune. It, you know, listen, it added a cost to every show and the networks were by and large. Great. Great. They really understood the issue. They were, you know, I remember, you know, how appreciative, you know, NBC was for us delivering Ninja Warrior. I mean, they, they, they were, um, they were impressed and they were supportive and, um, certainly, um, they were also cautious because for all of us, you know, as much as I wanted to get into production, you know, safe, it's safety first, you know, you know, these are, you know, these are, are people who, who've been part of our family for years. And, 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 you know, it, it was always about, we have to do this safely. How, you know, how do we do it? How do we protect everybody? And I, I would say the safest place I, the safest place during COVID was being on a set. I, I was always, I always felt good being on a set. I felt more safe there than going to, going to a store. I mean, um, so. I can imagine knowing, knowing that you had set your own protocols and that they were being applied. Yeah. I mean, we, we were, we were, you know, tested going in, tested every couple of days. Everybody wore a mask. We, we, you know, the control room, the funny thing is the control room for American Ninja Warrior was so massive, you know, because we had, everybody was so spread apart. It was, it was funny. I remember walking into the control room and it was like, oh my God, they're like way off in the distance. And we, but, you know, we all wore headsets. We all wore masks. We communicated. We didn't, you know, normally in a control room, you just lean, you, you, you talk to the guy beside you. Now you're talking on a headset. So it's a little trickier. And, and, you know, we created these zones, these special zones where people, you can only go in this zone and you can only go in that zone. And, and you, I mean, I'm sure you've heard the stories and it's evolved. And, yeah. and certainly we are not the only ones. I mean, everybody did it. It's amazing to see what, what the community was able to do. But, but, but I, I, listen, I'm very proud of, proud of uh, what we were able to do. And like I said, you know, we had these six shows and I was going, oh my God, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to come back. I don't know. And then, and then we figured out how to do them. And, all, and like all those shows that were put on hold all got ended up being done. So that, that's a rare, I mean, many people, you know, things, people were happy to get half of their slate back up on its feet within a few months. That really speaks well of your organization. Um, let me ask you, what, is there anything, any, any innovations or any learnings from the having to produce in the height, in the teeth of the COVID of 2020, anything that you've learned that you will continue even when blessedly these pandi- temp- pandemic conditions ease? Well, the, um, yes, yes. Um, listen, you know, as much as I am proud of what we've been able to do, it's not optimal. It's not, you know, it's function. It's functional, right? It's functional. You get it done. You find a way to do it, but it's much better not dealing with the stuff. Um, but the one thing, you know, um, that, um, that we had to do is, 
is we were um, we had just completed the Titan game season two, which we shot in February. And we came back and our other show, American Ninja Warrior, could not be done. And it was supposed to go on the air in May. So all of a sudden we had a, an air date at the Titan Games, which was several months away. All of a sudden got moved up dramatically. And we were on, you know, they wanted us on the air within two or three months. And, you know, we weren't set up to edit remotely. We were set up to, so we had to figure that out on the fly. And, 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 you know, there was this one week where we were trying to figure out this system on how to do it. And, and it, 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 it's difficult. It's, 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 it's very difficult with producers who now have to set up zoom meetings to, to meet with the editor and you know, but, but remote editing, I think is, is, is one of the, one of the things that we've learned um, um, it, it has been a benefit because I think there are things that you'll want that, that editors may choose to edit remotely or, or you, in a pinch, you could send something to somebody that, you know, if you have a fast turnaround on a show and that needs to be edited remotely. So, um, so I think that's, that's one of the, the benefits I think that's going to stay with us is that, you know, I think a lot of our shows will continue to be at least, if not completely edited remotely, at least partially edited remotely. Um, and at least for the foreseeable future, most of our stuff, um, if not all of our stuff is being edited remotely right now. There's also, I also like was thinking about this. There's probably some international production that you would do with multiple countries where zoom and edit remotely would come into effect and it would just be much easier to do because we learned how to do it because we had to. I don't know what the show is, but now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking. There is, I think that we're just starting to scratch the surface of the innovation and the on the fly, you know, on the fly, just ingenuity that it took to create these kinds of, these kinds of workarounds. And, you know, you all had, you and the networks had the ultimate motivation. You didn't want to be, you didn't want to have dead air, as they say. We didn't want to have dead air. And one of the things that 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 um, um, we also decided that we didn't want to do is we would, we didn't want to do COVID programming. You know, we wanted to provide programming that didn't feel like it was a Zoom show. And listen, there were a number of things that they had no choice. The talk shows, the the, um, you know, the, the, you know, yeah, the talk shows and the and, and the daily shows, uh, the syndicated shows, they had no choice. It. It looked like a Zoom show. It felt like a Zoom show. So, you know, when you watch Mental Samurai from Portugal, it looks like it was done in a studio in L.A. You watch, um, you know, our docu-soap, uh, Welcome to Plathalon, TLC. It looks like season one. Season two looks like season one. So um, that was a goal of us because we felt like, you know, people wanted to just watch the show. They didn't want to be reminded of what was going on. Right. Right. Um, Arthur, you have, as you said, you've been doing this a long time. We've been we've been doing a little, a lot of compare and contrast. I would love to know, you know, going back even further, you know, pre-COVID also seems like a long time ago. Yeah. But go back ten or twenty years ago. And tell me something that something about the way business was done or the way production was done ten, twenty years ago that you miss, and something that you don't miss. Something that that you know that you don't have to do anymore in the present day that you don't miss. Uh, what I, what I miss about what was going on 10 to 20 years ago was the, the speed in which things used to happen. Things just happened much faster. Um, hmm. you know, I talked about 30 years ago, selling a show on a, on a title. 
and <laughs> and um, you know you literally walked in there. But but you know when we first started our company, um, it wasn't unreasonable to pitch a show to a network and be on within a number of months. You know, be on the air within mm-hmm. a number of months. Mm-hmm. So now um, things just move slower. Um, there's just more. There's more steps. There's more discussion. There's more negotiation. You know, business affairs is significantly slower, significantly slower. And maybe the deals are more complex or maybe people are just more analytical or um, but 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 I do miss it. I do miss it because I, you know, we're, we're to me, it's like when you develop an idea, you know, you you're developing it for the time that you're living in and you want it to get on because you feel the timing <laughs> is right. And so and you're you know, so. Um, and it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, you know, you're passionate about it. So, you, you know, the idea of spending, you know, years in development or, um, you know, a, a longer, a long period of time in development, it's just, um, it's just harder. It's just harder. And, 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 and the other thing is, you know, when you spend a lot of time in development, things happen, people change networks, people lose <laughs> right. their jobs. And right. so, and I, I, I'm sure every producer has lived through this. You have a show, you have someone at a network who loves it. The show has been in development a long time and then he leaves or she leaves and then you, and then your project dies. And, um, that's, you know, that's besides the, the frustration of waiting for your show to get through all these steps and everything like that. There's is, if it's not in production, you, you may not necessarily be making it because, because, you know, there are other factors that are completely outside of your control or, or they get acquired. A deal happens and then they stop making deals. You know, they stop doing business because they're in that state of, of um, you know, being acquired and, and, and not sure in what direction they want to go. To. Right. So, There's something that is breaking yeah. out all over these days. So. <laughs> right. 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 And by the way, it's affecting business. It is. It is. Yeah. You know, anybody who's in business with someone who's being acquired, I'm not mentioning who and what, but you can figure it out. There's some big it, ones out there, yeah. Yeah, right. You're right. So it's it's it it does it does it does affect the next time you speak to them because they're coming at it from a different place. So so um, spent a lot of time on this, so you can see it really bothers me. The speed <laughs> in which things used to happen was bad. Was yeah. bad. Um, what I um, what I don't miss um, is. Um, you know, a much smaller group of networks you can sell shows to. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm kind of used to this now. It'd be hard to go back to, you know, the big, you know, the the big four and and, and a few cable networks who did unscripted programming. So, um, because that's that's what it was. That's what it was like. There was only, you know, there was the big four with a limited amount of real estate and all of us trying to grab it. And then there were a bunch of cable networks who did unscripted programming some who dabbled in it, but not to the degree of which it is it, what it is now. The other, the other thing that I that I don't miss, and 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 the thing that I'm kind of um, happy to see is I think uh, um, the business has evolved in terms of how it treats people. I just think that people are more conscious of how uh, of being more respectful um, and 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 thinking about the importance of diversity. And um, it's something that, you know, at our company are, you know, priorities with us. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to start a company is that I love production so much. And I wanted to create an environment where people felt good and respected 
And, um, and, and I, and I, and I, I'm happy to see that. And it's not like, you know, um, I don't want to get too preachy here, but, <laughs> but, but it, but it is something that, that I, I'm enjoying about now, about now. And what I don't miss about some of the things that happened, you know, 20 or so years ago. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm happy to see it evolving and, and we all, everyone could do better, but it's, it's, it's good to be, it's good to see that we have evolved. We could always do better. Signs of progress are good. Are yes, good. Yes. Arthur, thank you very much for your time and for uh, for letting me lob a lot of tough questions as an, at an independent businessman. But I do I do really respect the um, just you know the 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 expanse of the of your catalog and just you know your longevity. We've all seen really successful companies come and go. It takes something to be you know to be around for twenty plus years. So, oh, thank you, Credit thank you me. so much. I, I I appreciate it. I really enjoyed it. I love talking about our business. You know. <laughs> It's it's fun and it, it's always evolving and it's always changing and um, you know for me still there's still no greater joy than than you know making a show and and uh, um, sometimes it's hard but 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 um, but you know it's it's so rewarding. Thanks for listening to Variety Strictly Business. Please be sure to leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. We love to hear from listeners, and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Strictly Business. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.